Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In 20 minutes from now, you got another chance to win a thousand bucks. Thousand dollar training camp, four days, you know how it goes. You can start sending your questions for Just the Tips as well in about 25 minutes from now. Amber is going to give you the dating advice, the relationship advice. Hashtag Just the Tips. That's coming up. We'll talk to Patrick Sertan next hour as well. Uh, our pal is Dave Williamson. We have him on every now and then when he's in town. He's bringing his uh, his act down here. Comedian Dave Williamson joins us in the Orion Fuels and downstairs convenience store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Dave is performing. Hey, good morning, Dave. Dave is performing on Saturday. Good morning, guys. Saturday, 8 p.m. at Open Stage, uh, Open Stage Club in Coral Gables, and 7 o'clock on Sunday at the West Palm Improv. I can tell you, I saw Dave last year. Was it Open Stage Club that I saw you at last year? Is that the same club? No, you came to this club that was open for five minutes out on Kendall Drive. Oh, it, did, uh, it didn't last. A, okay. Yeah, this is a really cool music venue, venue that does comedy uh, pretty regularly. Since we don't have the Miami or Fort Lauderdale Improv at the moment, we got to get creative venues. Yeah, how about that? Where like we lost the Miami Improv like five, six years ago, it was a while ago, and and now <laughs> we've recently lost. I was just talking about it. We've recently lost the Fort Lauderdale Improv because the Hard Rock is doing all the renovations. So like that kind of stinks down here, you know? You know it does, but honestly, there's a lot of really cool little venues popping up, man. Uh, you know, Comedy Inn is down off of uh, 144th at the Quality Inn. They run a really cool room there every couple of weeks. This open stage club brings in great acts. So if you look hard enough, there's um, some really cool little comedy nights around Miami. It's kind of it's kind of gone back to being like grassroots. All right. Well, you can check Dave out Saturday, Coral Gables, uh, Open Stage Club. It's at HaveNotsComedy.com. And also, of course, uh, for Sunday, Palm Beach Improv. Are you talking about the quality on US 1 and 144? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, man. No they way. run a really They run a really cool comedy uh, a weekend out of there every two or three weeks um, out of their little border. It's like you walk in and they have a giant red curtain and professional like sound equipment and lights. It's amazing. Wow, and then they got Romantis right there attached to the hotel. No doubt yep, about yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, that was a Chinese buffet when I was growing up, and I used to go there all the time with my grandma, and I had a goldfish that got too big for its uh, for its bowl. Uh-oh. So we, we, we let it go in the little, uh, the little pond in the front. <laughs> oh. I remember I went back to have dinner there with my grandma, and they were serving fish in the buffet, and I started crying thinking I was eating my goldfish. So you obviously <laughs> grew up down here in South Florida. You're a Miami guy, right? Yep, I grew up right by the falls on E-Lake. I grew up wakeboarding and doing all kinds of great Miami stuff. E-Lake, that's nice. And on top of that, obviously, your last name is Williamson. You didn't happen to, by chance, be related to the Williamson Cadillac Williamson, are you? Man, I grew up driving cars through car washes and and crashing stuff around there. That was my, my stopping grounds. I mean, oh, it's. Wow. I mean, it's a very uh, familiar. It's a very common name, Williamson. You know. Well, down here in South Florida, I, I, I'm guessing Williamson, and he <laughs> yeah, grew up in the auto industry, right? Your family's in the it, auto it's industry. It's my right? family. Yeah, my my grandpa started one of the first Cadillac dealerships wow. down here, and 
We, we were several generations deep there in the auto industry in Miami. Wow. Yeah, plus your family's but, massive, massive in the University of Miami as well, too, right? Absolutely, yeah. Particularly my uncle. He's really a uh, really big supporter. Well, let me ask uh, you. But you know what? I decided, why not go tell jokes, you know? My family strives for, for, for generations to build that here in South Florida. So, uh, And I got a business degree, and I love the industry, but I said, yeah, jokes are better. So how do you go about saying, you know what, maybe I can go ahead and do this for a career. Like, I'm, I'm sitting around selling cars or, or, or talking about cars all day long, and all of a sudden I'm making everybody laugh, and customers included. Do I just decide, hey, maybe I should just try this comedy thing? Yeah, good question, Romberg. I don't know how it happened. I blinked, and I was like, what did I do? And how old were you when you started being <laughs> a comedian? No, I started. I, I I started when fresh out of college. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. You know, just as a hobby, having fun. Um, I actually chased my girlfriend, who's now my wife, up to Charlotte, North Carolina, because she had taken a job up there. And uh, I just went out this one night to this really cool little sketch comedy club, and I was like, I want to do that. I was a big fan of Saturday Night Live, and you know, I was already writing for newspapers, and that was kind of boring. So, um, so I tried out for that, and I loved it, and I kind of uh, somehow stumbled into stand-up from there, and I came back to Miami to work in the car business, and I was working such you know long hours that the only thing I could do was go to open mics and do comedy. I couldn't go to rehearsals and things like that, you know. So um, it, it was a hobby that slowly became um, you know a big passion that became my job. We got uh, we got Dave Williamson here with us. He's performing here this weekend, Saturday night. He's at uh, Open Sage Club in Coral Gables. Sunday, West Palm Improv. You know, I, we, we, the last comedian I think we had on was Chris Rock. It was a couple months ago, and even a guy like Chris Rock, I like asking uh, about bombing. You know, even successful comedians sometimes you're going out there and you're trying the new material, and, and sometimes you'll bomb. So when that happens to you, if you're out there trying new material, it's not going so well. How do you handle bombing now compared to maybe uh, 10, 15 years ago or whatever? Like, are you immune to it, or, or do you still – is it still, like, a really lousy feeling? Well, you're never immune to it. Um, but definitely can handle it better now than I could back then. The more experience you get, it's not really bombing. It's just, uh, it's just more work. You know, if you come out and you're not connecting with a crowd, you just need to get them back and – Honestly, I have a harder time if I got to go out and do some showcase show that, that means something important, like we're auditioning for something. If I have to do five or ten minutes, that's harder for me than if I'm doing an hour. Because if I'm doing an hour, like I know I feel confident in myself at this point that sooner or later I'm going to build rapport with this audience one way or another, and then I'm going to get them on my side and we're going to get through this, you know? But when you only have five minutes to do that or ten minutes to do that, sometimes yeah. it's a lot harder. So, you know, I don't, I don't sweat it too much now, literally and figuratively, but when you're a new comic, that's when you really, you know, legitimately bomb because you come out and uh, the crowd doesn't like you, and instead of showing confidence and moving on, you just start unraveling. Now, now you're a Miami guy, but you're out there. You're living in L.A. You raise your family out there in L.A. Like, are you ra are you raising your kids right? Like, are they Heat fans? You raising them right sports wise? <laughs> oh, my kids are the biggest Heat fans. Wait, I love it too, man. They're at this age where they they absolutely. Uh, are just uh, maniac fans. So, like, I bought my kids uh, tickets to go see the Heat versus the Clippers out in L.A. for Christmas, and I got to write that off as a Christmas present, even though it was really a present for me. <laughs> I'm like, here's four tickets to go see the Heat Clippers, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> but I, I, I wanted to go anyways. And then we live five minutes from the D-League, the Lakers D-League. Uh, so I took the kids to go see uh, the Heat play the, the Lakers D-League team. Heat, it was you, awesome. you went to go see the Heat D-League team against the Lakers D-League team. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Briante Weber was balling that night. <laughs> and was it like in the crowd? Are you, are you actually like legit cheering for the Heat D League team? 
Well, we were until they made an announcement that if the Lakers won, we got a free barbecue sandwich from the place by our house that we really enjoyed going to for lunch. So we were hoping that the the Heat team would do really well, but then lose at the last second, and that's what happened. So we got free barbecue sandwiches. And do your kids do, do your kids uh, do your kids play sports? Are you like a are you like a helicopter dad type? Oh, dude, my oldest son is super. I grew up playing water polo, so I keep trying to push him into water polo. But my oldest son's super into soccer, loves it, man. And I know nothing about soccer. It's like the one sport I don't know anything about. Right. But uh, I, I yeah, I'm one of these dads now. I go out there and I yell at the referees. I started refereeing water polo just to give back to the sport a little bit, you know? And I get so mad at these parents who yell at me. I'm like, you know nothing about water polo. This is the weirdest sport. There's no way you know the rules. (laughs) And then I go out the next day, and I start yelling at these soccer referees. The only thing I know is offsides. I just yell that over and over again. That had to be offsides. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, if you don't know about soccer, what are you actually yelling to the referees? Man, I, I don't like any sport that you can't cherry pick, so I'm not sure about soccer. Oh, okay. You, oh, that, yeah, that's that's offside. You can't do that. See? Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, I, I want to I ask you about something we were talking about earlier here, Dave. Uh, you know, we I, I showed Romberg a video that's making the rounds on the comic circle of uh, Pablo Francisco. He's a pretty, pretty, uh, well-known, mm. pretty well-known comedian. And uh, it's, you know, he had a huge meltdown on stage. It, it would appear that that... He was he was on something. It's it's pretty it's pretty difficult to watch. The part though that I think is uh, is interesting to get your perspective is uh, from another comedian like yourself. Are you angry that someone that that the the comedy club did not catch someone filming what took place? Because flash photography, video that's a big no no in comedy clubs. And and who knows? Because someone wound up taking video of this. Uh, it, it could it could have a very very damaging effect on on a guy on a comedian's the, the rest of his career. Does, does that make you angry that that happened? Yeah, unfortunately, it's just part of society now, man. I mean, how do you shut that down totally? You know, I mean, there's always video. People always have a camera. Um, that's why Dave Chappelle, when he was working out these Netflix specials and he was making his comeback and he was doing spots all over Los Angeles, he would make everyone checked their phone in at the door. There was no phones in the venue whatsoever. And even when he was going out and doing big venues, uh, I saw him at the Fillmore at uh, South Beach. You know, it's a couple thousand people sitting there. If anybody pulled their phone out to even take a selfie, uh, security was throwing them out immediately. So you really have to go to those measures if you want to shut it down at all. Do you, have, uh, do you, so, ever, do you ever catch someone filming you and you tell them, yeah, Yo, you got to put that away? Man, I, I would rather – I'd get more mad when they're just, like, looking at their phone and not paying attention to their to the show. I, I'm, I don't mind if they film me half the time. I'm like, I could use the exposure. <laughs> so, in, so in the athlete but, world, you're, you're looking at, like, emulating a player. I know I might be kind of giving you a little bit of curveball here, but in the athlete world, you kind of emulate a player growing up. You want to be like this person. You're always compared to this person. But I imagine in the comedy world – you, you can't because it's almost like stealing jokes, right? So who could you say or what can you say might be a big influence for you and who might be your, like, biggest guy that you absolutely love going to their show uh, or girl? Well, and, it, and it's a lot of family co- uh, comedy that you do, right, Dave? Yeah, I do a lot of stuff about, I mean, the best material is when you talk about what's going on around you. And for me, man, the funniest thing in my life is just the stuff my kids do and whatever. So I talk a lot about being a dad. And, you know, the funny stuff that happens with my yeah, kids. Me but too. I would say, I would say um, you know, there's no blueprint to, to comedy. That's, that's the hardest thing about this industry. There's no, you know, someone to say, well, you got to do this and then do this and do this. It's different for everybody. So that's when you really look at guys who have gone it, you know, done it before you and be like, well, I want to have a career kind of like that guy, you know. 
but I would say someone who I really respect and that, um, you know, I, 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 I like how he goes about things is Brian Regan. Cause he's, you know, he's never really sold out per se. He, um, you know, he's just fills arenas all around the country. He's a cleaner comic too, which I am as well. Uh, so it's just a guy that you can look at and say, man, that guy, it can be done. You can go out and talk about family stuff and you can be a huge, you know, a huge success. And, and the guy's just so funny, man. If, if, any, if anybody out there is not familiar with Brian Regan, you should YouTube his emergency room bit today. Well, look, I, I saw Dave perform last year, and I think it was probably the same set that you ended up making your CD when you did. Was it at the Fillmore that you recorded it? Uh, yep, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I, I saw that set, and uh, yeah, it's it's really funny. So Dave this weekend is at Open Stage Club in Coral Gables. You can go to havenotscomedy.com and Sunday night at the West Palm Improv, and that, of course, is Palm Beach Improv. Dot com. Dave, uh, in, enjoy the shows, man. Good luck with uh, with the rest of the shows. We'll always like having you on, man. Yep, you guys are the best, man. I appreciate you. All right, see you, Dave. Later, guys. Uh, that's Dave Williamson again uh, in town this week. I'm telling you, yeah, he works. He works clean. It's a clean show. Not a lot of comics do that. It's a lot of family stuff there. Because, like you say, his dad. And, we, we went last year. It was, it was really does really he good. bitch about the kids or does he talk about good things about yeah, the kids? Both. Both. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like I feel like my show would have been just straight bitching. Yeah, about just bitch children. Some people like their kids. Show. Some yeah. people. Yeah. Yes, I, I like my kids. Oh so, yeah, you looking you looking forward to having them by yourself all weekend? Oh, I I I, I like having a shared responsibility. Oh, okay, yeah. Of my kids. Yeah. Yeah. So you only half like your kids. You like your wife to half like your ask kids me, as well. Ask me again on Monday. All right. Ask me on Monday how I feel You're about the one my kids. Has to take off tomorrow to rest up Monday. for your yeah. we got alone with and the kids. Be ready. Well, it starts today. Starts tonight. <laughs> yeah. Ask me on Monday, though. Send in your questions right now. Hashtag just the tips and on the Call Springs Automall Kia text line 67974. Just the tips coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.